What up, what up, what up, guys? Welcome to the Life After Podcast. This your boy, Flo. Yo, 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 it's your boy, Mick. Welcome, welcome back. Tune in, let's go. You are tuning in to the Life After Podcast. Life After Podcast. Member, Life After. The Life After Podcast. The Life After Podcast, baby. Woo! Don't you miss a... What it is, what it is, my lifers, man. Thank you for tuning back in. Y'all go ahead and grab all your necessities. Go grab your girl, grab your notepads, whatever you want to grab. grab you in weed. for a hell of an adventure. We about to tap into some untapped areas of life. Man, it's going to be crazy. How you feeling today, my brother? I'm feeling great today. My man asked me, why am I feeling so good today? I said, I woke up and that's it. Uh-huh. That's why I'm feeling so good today. You feel me? Another day, another opportunity. It's beautiful. Get into it. You know it's crazy when people ask me now nowadays, like, yo, yo, okay, why you feeling good? I, you know, it's like because it feels good to feel good. Right. Why That's would crazy. I not be feeling good? Why would I be feeling bad? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we so blessed in so many different areas. I feel like at the end of the day, like if I got all my needs met, I'm just anything else I'm just building up in my mind. I feel like a lot of us live in these mental cages, especially when we get older. Like I met somebody today who was a lot older than me. I think she was like 58, mm-hmm. something like this. But I could just tell she was just tapped in with her inner child mm. and things would just flow off her back like water. Like nothing would stick to her. She was just moving through life just with the same joy as a kid. And I feel like we could all kind of get back to that energy if we really tap in and like relearn and unlearn a lot of the things that have been taught to us you feel me so but i mean i think that's kind of what the kind of what our topic is today is looking back on life seeing what phase we're in now looking back on the phase we're in previously how we've developed and like how things have changed over time so um i guess my question to you would be I mean, what? How, how is it different for you in terms of, like, relationships? Like, people you knew in the past, coming up now, um, do you still talk to these people? Do you think that it's, you know, there's a different kind of connection there? Or how do you go about these relationships now? Broski. Honestly, it's it's like up and down. It's up mm-hmm. and down. I lost a lot. I st- I'm still in connection with a lot, um, mm-hmm. in tune with a lot. Um a lot of relationships change. A lot of them lost value. Mm-hmm. A lot of them gain value. Um, and this is when you realize who is really worth your energy, your time, and who isn't. Yeah, 100%. And when you're evolving and, you know, someone close to you that you knew for a long time is devolving, you know, you're you're actually at risk. Because if 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 their, their devolving state the energy that they have is stronger than yours. It's gonna pull you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when you <clears throat> when you outnumbered by a negative. You ever walked into a negative atmosphere, and you just feel it, and you're like maybe the only one with 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 a, with some sort of good energy. Mm-hmm. And if you stick around that that atmosphere for too long, you'll get sucked into it. Well, because you got. <clears throat> because you got that emotional attachment to a lot of these people, you feel the need to change it. You feel like I'm doing better. I'm doing all these things. Let me show this to this person. But a lot of times they ain't ready to hear that. And like the, what is it? The lips of the master won't open until the ears of the student are ready to listen. Mm. So you got to, you got to take that advice a lot of times and just give people their time to evolve. I mean, uh, let others voluntarily evolve is the acronym for love. You know what I mean? So you just got to you just got to support them. Sometimes you got to support them from a distance because 
I got to do what's best for me. So when you really need me, I can be my best version of me. Sometimes that's just self-preservation and me actually helping you out so that I can be the resource you need me to be. You know what I mean? Even even if like you more you more powerful than a lot of these people who are like you know bringing you down and and things like this. Sometimes like strong people can take on these like different burdens and like teach these different people. But you got to be very like grounded in in like your principles. Absolutely. You know what I mean? There's a there's there's like this saying. I heard it from Bobby Hemet. He's he's like a spiritual yo, teacher for yo. me, man. And he said something very important that stuck with me for the rest of my life. He said. Let the dead lie with the dead. Mm. And it had me thinking about zombies. And sometimes your family or your friend or someone close to you might get bit by a zombie. I mean, speaking in, you know, yeah. metaphor, but still like people out here are infected. Mm-hmm. And you might be the last of the rare breed. You know what they call them? The last of the Mohicans. You might be one of those out here and... If you don't, like you were saying, spiritually ground yourself to go out there and, and go rescue, mm-hmm. if you don't got the proper tools, the equipments, if you don't got the mindset and you're trying to go out here into the world calling yourself or saving everybody and da-da-da-da-da, you're going to get, bro, you, either the government going to take you out, <laughs> let anybody else tell it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People, I know they got this thing where people get assassinated by the government and all that. Who knows? It might be true. It might be not. But you still out there at risk if you're not ready. It's like going back into the hood after you done became a millionaire. Mm-hmm. You set now. Now, you would think that these people would be proud of you. You would think that these people would embrace you. But instead, you got robbed. You got followed to your house. Uh, And look at X. Mm-hmm. You got killed. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And I don't look at X as one of those um, boastful, wearing chains and all that. No, nah, X was really spiritual. He was really deep. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, And it doesn't even matter if you're wearing chains or not. It's about going into that world when you're not ready for it. Right. I mean, I feel like you see that throughout history, even with prophets. Whenever a prophet came with the message of God... They were always rejected by the vast majority of people. Think how many people were in Esham. Think how many people were in, you know, modern day modern day Syria when Jesus came. And he had twelve people who were following him. Jesus had twelve people and the government, you feel me? Even even uh Muhammad peace and blessings be upon him, had only a small group of people and eventually it grew. But for the most part, everyone was against them because everyone was attached to the past, everyone was attached to what they knew. And when you bring them with a new set of ideas and like a new way to look at the world that threatens mm. everything that they had built in their mind. Mm. And people are afraid to change, bro. But that's the one thing that's just always gonna stay constant is change. That's change. why you can't ever be attached to nothing. You gotta mm. stay fluid, but you gotta to know exactly what your reference point is and that can only be the most high so and you know i always say this bro there's three things that's guaranteed to you in your lifetime life Mm -hmm. death and change yep i don't care if you try to stand still (laughs) oh i'm just gonna stand here all day and the rest of my life i'm not hungry bro the world is still turning so are you really standing still absolutely not these planets are still flowing through the galaxy. Are you really standing still? Mm-mm. Hell no. People are, but but I ain't even going to get off track. I do want to answer your question. 
the relationships now, it's just so different because there's this gap. It's a big gap between me and a lot of people from my childhood. A lot of people that I've disconnected with, it's obviously for a reason. Now, me, you know my past, you know my history, right? So I also, when I was in my ignorant state, was I didn't know what a genuine person looked like. See, my friends that was telling me, yo, let's go rob this crib. Yo, let's go rob this nigga. Yo, let's go kick this door down. Whatever, whatever. I used to think that them the homies, like, they yeah. care. Yeah. And then when I, the people who was actually telling me, like, yo, da, 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 chill. Yo, fam, you, you hella gifted. Yo, I see a bright future, bro. You can't throw that away. Da, da. People who was telling you real stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was one of those zombies. Think of the same people you going out to help as the same people who you was. Mm-hmm. But it's all timing. Look, it took for me to hit 28, 29 years old for me to wake up. And now you're trying to go tell that same person, like, I've been through what you've been through, dog. I've seen this whole path. But they're not going to listen to it until they trip and fall sometimes. But you, you know, know what? what I mean? this, is, this is the thing about staying conscious. This is why we all have to stay conscious yeah. at all times. Because... You are going to know when you should cut a conversation short. When somebody's really not registering what you're saying. Mm-hmm. When, when it's going in one ear and just flowing out the other, you're going to know it. Because you're conscious. You, not only have you seen the same de- defiant behavior before to, to, towards information, but you was once that. Yep. So you know how to identify it when you see it. You know? So me, I just, I live my life, bro. I just go on with my life. And whoever I run into daily, Mm -hmm. I do have the intention of adding value to them. But I also realize when I should stop. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's going to come back. That's going to come back around negatively affect you. I feel like I got to build up a network just around me that's just going to lift me up. You feel me? Absolutely. Man, we all got to, we, we all in this treacherous ocean. We all got to have a part in, like, building this ship. And so somebody's tearing down the ship, man, like, I can't, I can't even have you part of my team, bro. Like, and even, even if not somebody's tearing down the ship, but we're just on different paths. Like, that's why I feel like I've seen a lot of my relationships. We've just grown in different directions. And, like, Absolutely. it's all right, bro. You, you over here and you thinking this and you want to build your life over here. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not opposed to that. You feel me? Like you're going to do what you're going to do, but I also have to do what I'm going to do and connect with these different people. And I love that we have that sentimental value, but nostalgia only goes so far. Mm. You can only go so far with nostalgia and relating to people in old times. Eventually you have to build new connections. Eventually you have to build just new, like, I don't know, new things that you can relate to them as a person on that's going on in the present moment right now. You can't just rely on the past because that's any relationship that's, built up on the past is ultimately going to fall down. And you know what? Um, I can't, I, I can't even tell you how much times I've ran into the fork in the road mm-hmm. where it's like you get to here and you want to take everybody with you down this road, but they clearly want to go down that road. Yeah. And it's like, yo, go ahead. This is the point I'm at now. Go ahead down your path. Go ahead. I'm not going to sit there and just be okay with you going down the wrong path, especially if it's like we on 95 or any <laughs> any road, and we know for a fact because we've been down this road 20 times, there's a dead end right here. And you 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 watching, 
people who haven't been down that road volunteering to go down that road yep. due to inexperience and ignorance, right? Mm-hmm. And how much can you convince somebody? As a matter of fact, you can convince somebody a lot. How much energy do you actually have to distribute nowadays to convince somebody? I feel like it also goes with how much credibility you have. Because a lot of times you come into people as a homie, and yeah. it's like, he on the same level as me. He don't really know nothing. He ain't mm. really... When you come to somebody as... But if, you feel me, name any big person that you want to name, Umar Johnson, Bill Gates, I don't know, two names that came to my head. If they would have told them that, and they're the type of the totem pole, they probably would have listened to them, but you're their homie, and they're not going to listen to you the same way because you got that familiarity type thing, you feel mm. me? So, I mean, I feel like a lot of that is even just... Man, build it just just having your own personal growth. Absolutely. Having your own personal growth. But I mean, I feel like the the next the next kind of topic I want to get into is like the differences now versus then of like what do you actively seek out in your life, in relationships, in friends, in just activities you do out in the world, in in your music, in your creativity, like what like what what uh feelings and emotions are you seeking and like what are you looking to gain from these experiences now versus then? Um, that's a good ass question, bro. Because now, what I want out of people is just for them to be themselves. Mm. And I personally don't care if we're dealing with each other on business tip, if we're dealing with each other on a friendship, as long as I know you're being yourself. Because what's in the dark gonna come to light? Mm. So 100%. if if you are like playing some type of game trying to get something out of me or whatever, I'm going to know. And, and especially a person like me, I'm very intuitive. I'm very, I'm an introvert. I pay a lot of attention to my experiences on a daily. At the end of the day, I wrap up my whole day and overlook it. Uh, not overlook it, but reflect on it. Reflect. Like, shit. Mm. So I'm paying attention to a lot of things. So when people come around with their, with their intentions, it's not going to last long. Only thing I look for in people now is for them to be themselves. Another thing I look for uh, also in people is um, is that they're willing to learn. Mm. Mm. Not too stuck in their ways thinking they know everything. Man, I read this book. It's called, um, damn it, Warrior Within. Mm. And it was on Bruce Lee. And he was given this analogy um but he was using like a realistic situation where there was like two guys and they worked for this company and the other guy, they was getting flown out to the headquarter. Right. And he was telling him like, oh, oh yeah, man. So uh, I learned this. I learned this. I know this. I know that. And the other guy's like, oh, I already know. He's not even letting the guy talk. Mm-hmm. How do you know when you're not even, you don't even know what the guy's going to tell you? Because a person feel like they're so taught. They're so... Uh, accomplished Mm -hmm. that there's no more room for growth and I remember Erica Badu that she said it she said a man that knows something know that he's no nothing at all oh you don't know nothing too hard now pride and and ego will blind us from a lot of things about ourself Mm -hmm. because that that ego has became our new self yeah we have lost our identity and 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 our whole being has been hacked and infiltrated 
So what? I kind of want to get your perspective on this because this is something that I've been thinking about on myself. What do you really think is your ego? Because I think all of us have an ego and all of us use our ego to get what we want in the world. Mm -hmm. But it's also like not identifying with the ego and like, 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 what do you think that is? Cause it's, cause it's hard to like use this tool and it, it's half yourself, but it's also half like other than you mm -hmm. and like trying to, how, how do you, how do you go about that in terms of like, you know, dealing okay. with your ego? So the ego, um, is you. Right. Um, well, it's a tool that you have. It's not you. Yeah. Nothing is you. This mic is not you. This podcast is not you. Nothing is actually you. You are you. Mm -hmm. But God has placed a lot of tools around us and in us that we can use. The mind being one. The ego being one. Your hands, your feet, all these are tools. How are you going to use them? Right. Now, these things can also possess you. Mm -hmm. Just like a car. You can, be, you can be possessed by riches. You can be possessed by, by demons, by perception. You can be possessed by anything. It's crazy that rich people now have a lot of possessions. Oh, man. They're really possessed, aren't they? But you know what, though? <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. I've been going to a lot of um, conferences mm -hmm. and just a lot of settings where there's a lot of successful and wealthy people. And I realize that I had a big misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I hated the people at the top because I was at the bottom with people who hate people at the top. Right. And it's just backwards. They hate people at the top, hate people at the bottom, too. Not because they hate them for real. Not the real word hate in, 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 in every sense of the word. Mm -hmm. It's because they don't understand. People don't like what they don't understand. Right. Some people, especially the ones that was born into it. They, they don't know what it's like. And a lot of times you don't even really meet these people. When you're at the bottom, all you see at the top is like, you feel me, what's filtered to you of these people. Mm. And it's like a caricature in your head. When right. you're at the top, all you see is these homeless people on the street and they faceless and nameless and dirty. But you you ain't never really had a conversation with this person. You just throw your dollar in their mm. cup. You never ask how their day is going. Like and sometimes, watch this. yeah. Watch this. And when I go to these conferences mm -hmm. and, and these settings, this is where I see that these people are actually... Just regular people. Exactly. exactly. They, they are regular people just like people at the bottom. I've met good at the top, good at the bottom. I met good in every race. I've met good in every different way. People try to box in males, females, blacks, white, smart, stupid. All They try to box everybody in and any wise person know you can't speak for everybody. Because I could take this rag right here. Watch this. What color this rag is? It's gray. Y'all sure it's, it's gray? It's dark white. Is, is this gray? This is gray, y'all? This gray is gray. Is dark now, white? I, now, I bet you any money, if I take a picture of this and send it to the seven or eight billion people, how much ever, mm -hmm. you know I can't count. I'm just playing. But hey, if I send it to everybody in the world, somebody's going to say it's blue or pink or white. Mm -hmm. Are they lying? No. All right. So some people might be colorblind. Mm -hmm. So maybe they do see blue. Maybe they do see white. Some people just want to be in a debate. 
So they will just bring up the wrong answer <laughs> just to sit there and get entertainment. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Bro, what I thought about these folks is different because now I'm striving to be one of them. All of it, I'm positioning myself to really live a comfortable life. Yeah. Riches is not always associated with evil. So Society First is ready to walk to ban life sentences in the state of Florida. Having done 12 years in prison myself and firsthand seeing how that system works, I'm very unsatisfied with it. I don't think that the general public is aware of the problems that exist in the system. The average person, if they are not directly impacted, if they don't have a loved one that's incarcerated, they think that this issue does not apply to them. If you are a tax-paying citizen of this state, it, it directly affects you. At the age of 20, I was sentenced to life in 20 years and 20 days. Coming from a history of abuse and a history of from, the, some, from somebody who was formerly incarcerated, you know, my, our vision for this year has been really to end the abuse to prison pipeline. We want to come set some people free that are moving in the right direction, that have been unjustly treated. It's a road to restoration. Join the movement. So, welcome, welcome back, guys. Welcome back to uh, Life After Podcast, coming back from commercial break. All right, so where we left off at, my brother? Man, we was talking about how we have these false perceptions of people who we ain't, we ain't never met and these groups who we ain't never met and how that feeds into your ego, thinking that you part of some certain group and other people part of some certain group and that just creates barriers and divisions between all of us. Absolutely. So, yeah, we was talking about that. And, I mean, I think that segues perfect into, like, our next our next topic of discussion, which is about how we view ourselves and about self-identity and about how that changes over time, you know, how you view yourself and the scope of yourself and how far you think you can reach when you're, when you're younger and you're still in that developmental process to now where you realize your full power and you're getting into the deeper sciences mm-hmm. of what it actually means to be alive. Yo, um, I'm not going to lie. You have good ass questions. Cause you got me thinking as you're asking them, I'm thinking to myself, like, what the fuck? I never really paid attention to it until now. Mm. And the fact that I feel like I feel like I'm in tune right now, it's like I capture like all the moments before mm-hmm. and I can like focus now on it and see what my problem was, how immature I was. Growth show like when you was in it, it can point out to you your dead state when you when you're dead. When you're alive, you can see what it was like when you was dead. Yeah, when yeah. you was just running on default. Right. When and you was, yeah. Yeah. And, and and to be honest with you, me, I was very arrogant. Mm-hmm. Uh still arrogant in some ways. I'm still I'm still a little bit of my old self in, in a lot of ways. And I'm not like I'm not striving to defeat my old self. I'm not going to war with my old self. Just as much as I'm not going to war with my ego. I'm not trying to kill my ego. I'm not trying to delete a part of me that's actually a part of me. It was more intensified. My arrogance was way more. My Mm. ignorance, my attitude was way more negative. I just 
couldn't see what the older folks was telling me. It's like getting advice from somebody who's trying to show you something that you can't see. Mm-hmm. Because this is where I'm at. This is all I know. And what you're telling me, it sounds good because it does rest with my soul. And, and, and it does click. I process the information you're telling me. But that's not enough to get me going down that path. No, I mean, it's like somebody trying to describe a color to you that you ain't never seen or that you don't have a word of or trying to describe a place to you that you ain't never been. They can tell you all about it that they want to, but you never really going to be there till you walk down that path, until you get to that point. Like we were talking about going down the dead end road. You never really going to know what's down the dead end road till you actually make that journey. And I feel like allowing people to make that journey and going down that path yourself is only going to reap benefits for you. If you just have people who are laying out everything for you and you taking step by step, man, like it's going to catch up to you in some type of way where you're going to have a lesson to learn. Cause like our, our plots and our, you know, our just like the plots of our characters and like how we develop can only be so if we make mistakes. Cause, yes. Cause a lot of it is how you respond to these mistakes and how Absolutely. you, yeah. And you know what? And that's why I don't believe in the word perfect. Mm. Um, just as much as I don't believe in the word impossible. Mm-hmm. Uh, perfect is, it doesn't exist. There's no point that you reach where you're there. Mm-hmm. Or it looks just what it's supposed to look like. Like, no, it's going to evolve. It's going to change. That chair you're sitting on right now is going to corrode. It's, go- it's going to change. It's not perfect. Mm-hmm. Right? And, e- and even in a state where you think it's not perfect, what if it is perfect? So what is perfect? I mean, I think things that are perfect are tied to time. We're all beings who are bound by time. We're in this realm that is bound by time. And like this chair might be perfectly made and like architected and like um, just like a master craftsman made it. But in a hundred years after a little time, it's going to look disheveled. It's going to look broken down. Like if improvements and upkeep wasn't kept to this chair, whatever structure you got going on. Mm. Like I, I remember comparing, uh, like let's say you have like four different businesses or four different income streams or six different classes that you got to go to. It's like these structures that are that you constantly have to build up. And then you you take your attention off them and they're falling down. And you just have to know when the right time is to give attention to it, build it back up, go to the next thing, build it back up. Absolutely. And I feel like that's that's kind of what I've come into more understanding of as I've like progressed and gotten older is knowing at what times to put my attention into what. Because when I was younger, I was super bullheaded, bro. Like... If I was trying to do something, that was all I was trying to do at every moment all the time. And I, it would lead to me burning out. And mm. it would lead to me just running myself into the ground sometimes. But, I mean, that's that's just part of, that's just part of my psyche. And that's a positive thing because if I really want to get something done, I will put all my energy towards it. Right. Like fully, fully dedicate myself towards that. But there's certain things that you tap into right. and do that. Before, we was kind of doing it more aimlessly. Exactly. Like, we was doing it um, most likely with no purpose. Mm-hmm. And with lack of guidance, uh, we didn't know what the hell we was doing. We didn't understand it. We were just so passionate, I guess. Um, and I don't... People always look at passion, like passion as a good thing. It can be, because you can be passionate about the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. 
you can you can throw all your energy into the wrong basket. I always say, don't follow your passion, follow your purpose. Follow your purpose. Mm-hmm. And and if you can apply passion to your purpose, then just like how you were saying, like you was bullheaded, yeah, you was all you you was all in on this, and this this you believe that 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 was this is what I got to be doing right now. Well, right. you you trained yourself. Mm-hmm. After a while of habitually doing something, we train ourselves to do things, and we we the breaking out breaking out of that is the hardest part, and that's why people go to like rehabs mm-hmm. and recovery centers and stuff like that, trying to gain back themselves, whether they have been initiated to be in it or or forced into it, or if they chose to do it, yeah, they give you like thirty to sixty days to lose that habit. To pick up a whole new habit, and I feel like that's what you do when you grow. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like realizing what you have right now, what you are doing right now, and what needs to change. And in the future, just like how when you was eighteen, now is the future for you, right? Correct. All those things that need to be changed has it really changed for the good, for the better? I just feel like I've learned to use my gifts with more precision. You know what I mean? Before it was just loose fire, you know, forest fire would burn everything down. It would burn super hot for for a period of time, but then it would die out because it ate up all the vegetation, all the fuel. Mm. So I've now I'm learning how to burn that fire and also how to like add fuel to myself and also learning how to like fill myself up and charge myself up so that when that right moment comes when that perfect time comes i can be that full version of myself because you don't really gotta you don't really gotta be a hundred percent of yourself all the time you know what i mean like i remember before i would hoop in like high school man i would have like a long day i'd like wake up at like 6 a.m go shoot i go to school all day we have a little walk through and then on the way to the bus our game probably at like seven at like five i just take a little nap mm. take a little nap because i'm 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 coalescing my energy i'm just like i'm not giving it to nobody and it wouldn't even be a nap i just close my eyes and kind of focus on my breathing and like center myself mm-hmm. you know what i mean because when you in that moment that's i feel like is the beauty about life is that when you in that moment you surprise yourself you're just like damn i even know i had that kind of genius i even Mm. know i had that kind of potential but like if you i mean i think it's like a like if you have a perfect practice you know what i mean if like every day your practice is perfect and progressing then it's you're you're gonna you're you're gonna get to a point that you couldn't even see absolutely and to piggyback off what you're saying it kind of um remind me when i used to give a lot of energy to just people Mm-hmm. Especially that was my people uh, pleaser phase. Mm. <laughs> well, I had I have like a whole chapter of that shit out of my life, and I realized that you know as I started getting older that the energy wasn't being reciprocated, mm-hmm. and that same drain, that same draining feeling is just it was so present. It was just there, and and I had to live with that. You know, now if we're exchanging energy, that's different. It's like, because I'm distributing and it's like being circulated back through the same, through whatever I'm giving the energy to. Right. You know, but when I'm just here, like pretty much just giving out, giving out, dishing out, dishing out energy here, 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 there, bro, you're going to run out. It's like a car with with, with fuel. Exactly. That shit runs out. It get it get burns out. Mm-hmm. And you got some people who try to still ride on E. <laughs> <laughs> we know what happened when you ride on E, right? 
You end up pushing that bitch. And even when you put back <laughs> gas into your car, see, when you yep. keep on riding on E, you messing up the hood. You messing up up here. Yep. Up here start getting messed up. And you can't feel it right now. It's almost like this. This is your lifespan. Mm-hmm. It's this long. And and, and and for all that's listening on, on the audio version of the podcast, just imagine a ruler and this is your lifespan, right? For every time that you take away from yourself, you're taking away from your lifespan. So the more I'm, I'm not eating better, I'm knocking off. But I'm knocking off the end. I can't see the end. Mm-hmm. So I'm knocking off, knocking off. The more you start having self-destructive behaviors and just applying it to your life as if it's natural, you're knocking off on the end. You're knocking off on the end, and that's why the lifespan just keeps shortening. Exactly. The average lifespan for, what, an American or whatever. What, what is it now? And it's not even like people actually living long. It's like how long are people actually forming independent and original ideas? Because a mm. lot of you were talking about The Walking Dead. Right. A lot of The Walking Dead out here who just, feel me, did whatever they had to do. Party just like went full out and like now they're, now they're nothing. You mm-hmm. feel me? They fried themselves out. But I feel like that transitions well into into like looking back like are there are there any things that you would change or do differently or regret and i always feel some type of way like when people ask me that question because it's like nah i'm i'm here there's a reason why i'm here around all these people and i feel very strongly about that that if i didn't make those decisions the way exactly i did i wouldn't be here alhamdulillah i'm here Mm -hmm. but the one thing that i would if i had any regrets if i could change anything it would be just trusting myself from day one Mm-hmm. fully fully trusting myself whatever is gonna happen is gonna happen and whatever negative happens that's just that's just feeding into me into more knowledge for the future but the more you the more you rely on other people's opinions or the more you like do things to please other people and like all these things it's just limiting yourself of course mm-hmm. of course uh my biggest my biggest regret bro is i gotta sit and think about that because if I want to look at it from the point of view how you initially said, I really don't have any regrets. Mm. But I, I feel like I'm lying to myself if I say that. Because when I went to prison, everybody was gone. Mm-hmm. That shit hurt. It hurts. It hurts really bad. And remember, you alone. You yep. doing that time. Nobody's doing that time with you. Yeah. They put money on the phone. Yeah, they might put some money on your books. Yeah, they might come see you at visitation. But that's like once a week. And they might put money on your your books probably once a month, mm-hmm. once every two months. Not to mention the people who you counted on to be there. And they was the first ones gone. Mm-hmm. My biggest regret is not, I didn't know how to value the people around me. Mm. I didn't know how to value the people around me. So my family, they will never tell me to hurt myself. Right. My mom, she would never put that spanking on me just to do it. She Not to laugh at me or not to let me go jump in the water and get hurt. See, I have friends who told me, go do this, go do that, go do that. First of all, because they too scared to do it themselves. Two, they actually probably want to see me get killed mm-hmm. or get hurt. Like, And some of them just do it out of, out of ignorance, like... Yeah. You know, we young, so we don't really we wasn't really thinking into the harm we causing on ourselves or that we can cause another person 
whether it's through actually physically harming them or just using words to cause them to go harm themselves. So I think my my biggest my biggest regret is that I didn't value the people who I needed to value. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because those same people are still around. So I didn't lose them. I didn't lose them. They see who I am now and they always knew I was going to be that person. Mm. They haven't lost faith in me, which I think is cool, but I do reckon, like my mom, I used to steal from her. I used to steal from her. Real shit. She's the last person I need to steal from. I don't need to steal from nobody, but if I was going to, like, how you going to steal from somebody who really genuinely want the best for you, but she's at work all day. I never see her. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I, her influence over me was outnumbered by my friends and you know, my, my atmosphere, my, my community, I was a product of that. Yeah. You know, I feel like that's also like a manifestation of your relationship with her. Cause you're saying that she was always out and she was, you know, busy and trying to provide for y'all. You probably didn't have that open source of communication with her at, at all. all times. You know what yeah. I mean? So you felt like you had to go behind your back and do something. Cause you couldn't really explain to her like, yo, my, I need this for this, this and that. Or maybe you just trying to be sneaky you can't level with her because that's just how kids are you feel me like kids have a very good moral compass and that when they're doing something bad they just innately know it's bad and they're going to do it in the dark absolutely they're going to do it some way you can't see it and unless you build that type of trust and that type of bond with them that like yo you can you you can come to me and if they can trust that like all right he really gonna set me on the right path type thing like yeah you're gonna come back i'm gonna show you something too like I have friends who literally, like, you could sleep over their house. Um, uh, as certain, when we got to a certain age, you could smoke in the house. Mm-hmm. And that's bad, but that was just, I look at the relationship they had with their parents. Mm-hmm. It was an open, trusted, commu- like, that communication was just clear. Now, with my mom, being that she's being full-time mom providing by going to work, and then coming home not knowing who her child really is because she don't got time to spend with them and trying to dictate what I what I want to do as a child. Right. You know, I want to go hang out with the dogs. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? I'm trying, I'm trying to hit the skating ring. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to be outside all night playing manhunt yeah. and, 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 and kickball and all this. I'm trying to hang with the dogs, play football. We trying to, we trying to do stuff. Eventually that transition into more, you know, the moral stuff. But... At the same time, she didn't understand that. Mm-hmm. I got tired of hearing her telling me no for the simplest shit. So, kids gonna get what they want. Yep. They're gonna go find that dark place and go do it. Yep. So, this exactly. was me. At 10, 11, 12 o'clock, when I know my mom about to go to sleep, I'll be playing sleep. <laughs> Waiting for her to fall asleep. Listen, as <laughs> soon as she fall asleep, as soon as her eyes close, I know not to go through the front door. I'm in the bathroom window, looking clumsy as hell, falling out the back, <laughs> falling out the back window, and going to go hang with the dogs. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So we didn't have that communication, and I, and that's big now. Like there's this disconnect with the child and the parents. Like it's so disrespectful. It is, so, bro. Listen, talk about it. You cannot get two disrespectful words out with my mom. Yeah, before you even got half of it out, a hand, a, a, a belt, <laughs> a, a, they talking about go pick switches off trees. Yeah, listen, I'm from Jamaica. We don't. That's too much time. 
<laughs> you say something, you better start ducking immediately. Listen. Because something flying at your noggin. Listen, I know that if I ever, if I'm going to open my mouth, I got to be like a safe distance back. Yeah. Like, I'm going to treat my mom like she got COVID. <laughs> if I'm going, <laughs> if I'm going to say anything that triggers her to like <laughs> mess me up, because my mom didn't play that. She didn't play that. Mm. You know, but the drive back home to that, um, that community, that lack of communication. Mm-hmm. With the parents, like that was me. Wide open, that was me, and it has a it has a big effect on me even today. Yeah, like I feel not not really guilty, but I feel sorry for my mom, mm. and I feel sorry for my old self. Like, yo, that's sad as fuck. Like, does it even have to be that hard? For a parent, because now you got all these things like DCF and um, child care, protective, whatever they want to call it. And these these entities are starting to dictate how the household should. It's like they yeah. infiltrated the family and, and they're taking the, the, the responsibility from the from the. From, so, so even if you had a village to re- raise a child, it's like the village only have so much limitation. They have they have so much limitations, bro. Mm hmm. Because here you have this outsider who don't know nothing about my house, who don't know nothing about how I grew up. Remember, this is a free country. So you can't talk about no America culture. America culture is built up off everybody else's culture. Yep. Smashed and conglomerated into one. So here you go. You trying to dictate these people's household and you really... What a beat button at? Uh, y'all lucky. I couldn't get to it fast enough. They really effing, they effing shit up. Yep. You know, so, but yeah, that's my biggest regret, bro. My yeah. biggest regret is 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 not not valuing the people who truly mattered. I couldn't see it. I was blind. Yeah, and it's crazy when you get to this to this older point, and you see you start seeing yourself in more the role of a parent, and you start identifying with your parent in that role, trying to <sighs> deal with you as a kid. Like it's 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 a head trip. It really is a head trip. And I'd be looking at it, man. I'd be looking at certain mistakes or missteps my parents made. But at the same time, man, there's I'm going to make the same missteps no matter how much I think I got it figured out. Of course. You know what I mean? But, yeah. I mean, I feel like at this point, like, my relationship with my parents has grown a lot. I feel like it's grown a lot. I feel like once I got to the point of just like, yo... I'm going to be open and honest with y'all. I already I already got my things going on. And I feel like that's when it really that's when it really changed is when I stopped when I when I unplugged from their from their little, you know, cocoon that they had going on when I was like kind of independent and on my own. Mm-hmm. That's when things changed cuz I really feel like I like all right, you just you just an advisor now. They kind of moved into that advisor role more than like the parent role. And when and, and when that happened, I feel like our relationship grew to a lot of different places we can understand each other as people because it's not like i feel like i don't know if it's with my parents but when parents are in that role of like they're the guardian they almost have to maintain this persona of perfection Hmm. they have to be perfect because like you you got to practice what you preach and if they're showing their flaws openly to you then y'all you're not really going to take the same advice you feel me but at the same time, if you want me to show you my flaws and what I'm going through, you got to have the same open, honest communication level with me. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how your relationship has evolved with your mom now that you like your own man, and you got your own stuff going, and she more just like a mentor to you. How how that has changed and how the past has affected affected like your current relationship and how you go about it now. Me and my mom, we're like best friends. We're wow. best friends right now. Wow. Um, I don't even know how you grew up, right? But I went through different phases with my mom. Mm-hmm. I went through um, going through DJJ, getting locked up, went into juvenile programs, mm-hmm. uh, doing bad shit with the friends, always out, you know, running away. Went to a foster home, group home, mm-hmm. and she eventually lost me seven years of my life. I lost seven years of my life to prison. Mm. Yeah, that hurt me, but it, it, it hurts more people than it does me. Yeah. Because I knew I was okay. I can hold my own. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But my mom now, she loves who I am right now. She loves it. She loves it. She loves it. And she, this is what she always wanted for me. Mm-hmm. But she didn't see that I had to, me, the hard-headed little jit that I was, I had to go through that all those those channels yep. to get this outcome. Because yep. my head was too hard. Like, it had, <laughs> had it would have not been exactly my mother um, playing her role, that aggressive role, even the lack of communication, all that played a part. And that's why I was saying, yo, if you were saying it in that sense, I don't have no regrets. Right. But- to break it down to the nitty gritty, yeah, I got regrets. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, yeah, we we good friends now, bro. Me and my mom, we talk, we chop it up. Uh, we just can't go into business together because yeah. uh, my mom got this fear, the same fear she had of her child turning out dead, because mm-hmm. it was so common where I was, where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Like I've lost so many friends, mm. and I don't mean just lost like a disconnect. I mean like lost. Yeah. Niggas getting killed out here. Yeah, that changed your perspective on life a lot too. When yes. you were a kid and you see your homie go, and it's like, damn, bro, that could have been me, dog. I was just that's that's the first time I really like that that woke me up a lot to like life and how quickly and how precious it is and how because like I mean when I was when I was seventeen, two people in my life who I was close to, one who I was very close to in age who I had hoop with, like long live Malcolm, dog. And another another one of my coaches, long live Sugar Shane, like very very close together. Like unfortunately, they both passed. I don't know if I can even describe to you like how how much this changed my 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 whole feeling like towards life. Because initially, it, it really like brought me down and like depressed me. And I was just like, damn, how could this how could this happen? How could God? And you can get the question, God. You feel me? And like how how these things could like happen in the world if He's like so merciful. I don't know. At this point, looking back on it, it's, uh, I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure if I fully process all those events, to be honest That's with you. That's why I'm saying you asking these good questions. Yeah. Like, these are questions that I would literally sit and meditate on my downtime. Like, not my downtime, my off time. Mm-hmm. Like, sit there and truly think, tap back into the past. And I love that about the human mind. I don't know if it's the mind, what, what part of our body was really doing this what tool God gave us that's doing this, but we have this ability to time travel. Mm-hmm. I don't mean no machine or none of that. We can literally time travel and tap back into a time. And if it's not through memories, there's other ways that you can actually get up out your body. And I know because I did it, I know some people is freaked out 
by the just the thought of it, it sounds it's that un, undescribable thing that we was talking about early. Yeah. Like I can tell you how it look, how it feel, all that, and and you're not gonna understand. Like, uh, yeah, you're 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 not gonna understand uh what I'm saying. You can't visualize it, but ta- like when I'm on my downtime, I be really like traveling in time and space mm. of my life and really accumulating as much that I can get and I bring it back here mm-hmm. and I sit there and I chill on it for a little bit, chill on it, let it cook. And it's like, fuck. And then there's times where it's like, Oh shit. Like <laughs> I be getting all kind of ideas and things that I use now in my everyday life. Um, for example, this do it now thing that I got going on. Right. I realized by backtracking, tapping back into the past and seeing like, yo, niggas is a true procrastinator (laughs) in every sense of the word. Like, bro, I procrastinate, I procrastinate. And that was my biggest downfall. That was my biggest enemy. Mm. It used to haunt me. I remember times when it was like, all right, focus on not procrastinating. (laughs) <laughs> the only thing that can beat procrastination is doing it now. Literally. That's the cure for it. Just do it, Nike. Just do it. Let's do it. Let's do it right now. Why are you, you know? even procrastinating the inevitable if it's going to happen already? It's already going to happen. You might as well just do it right now. You know what I mean? My like, thing is this. What are you waiting on? Right. It's the plan. It's the plan. What are you waiting on? If you got something to like, you know, you're on break or something, what you what you 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 at work, you on break, that's different. No, no, this ain't no ain't no breaks. Ain't no time for no breaks right now. In the times we living in right now, it's no times for for no effing off. Mm-hmm. Everybody need to be up off their ass and going after what they this is the opportunity. It's not gonna last long. Because there's times that's coming and we can see it. Mm-hmm. And it it, it to a certain degree, it doesn't even matter what you have, what you possess. Getting up off your ass and going to make something happen doesn't always have to be physically. It'll be spiritually. Some people need to get up off their ass and go get some alone time. Yep. Go discover self for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Go have that one-on-one real quick. Because that's what's going to matter for what's coming soon. How soon? I don't know. But... I want it to happen. <laughs> Bro, somebody asked me the other day, they're like, yo, um, would you live forever? And I'm like, no. Like, why not? I'm like, bro, I've been living for 29 years and I'm already tired of this shit. <laughs> I love life. Life is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's the people that really corrupt it. And I'm I'm a person too. So it's not like I'm exempting myself. I was self-destructive to myself at one point. So right. when I say people, I mean myself too. This whole physical realm. Like it- I feel like that gets into to you're talking about things in this realm corrupting like your actual being. And like you don't feel like you can actually live in like your full sense of self and in harmony in this realm is because this realm is like dualistic. There's you have we have like partially the fallen self and we have par- partially the the exonerated self and the elevated self. And that's the whole war that we're kind of at mm-hmm. the whole time we're in this realm. You feel me? Because, like, we're humans. 
and we have something that some kind of light, some kind of spiritual, just gift from the gods that no other being on this planet has. And when you have that and to live in this, like, bro, you see like, like a dog or you see like a little like Jaguar or something, they live in their best life because mm -hmm. this is the realm that they're meant to be in. Mm -hmm. And this is like, th th this is, this is the garden of Eden for them. You feel me? They're just going by. They're not really thinking they're going by their instinct. They're just moving. But they're almost like, it's almost as if they're free. They are free. And they're we could free. be free too. Of course. We could be free too, but that takes a lot of, that takes a lot of work. And I feel like at, at this point, that's kind of also kind of something that's on my mind a lot is what, what do I want to put my energy into? Mm -hmm. Do I want to put my energy into, should I just take four years and just devote myself to spiritual practice and just like free myself spiritually? And no matter what possessions or anything I have, I will be good because my spirit is good and because my right. relationship with God is good and X, Y, Z. Or should I take the other approach of like, let me get all these possessions right and let me get my money right and let me get my family straight because that's also something you got to do as a man, you feel mm -hmm. me? That's your responsibility and that's something that you were just, you you came on this earth and that's something that, a burden that you had to carry and you had to fulfill. Um, let me tell you when it becomes uncomfortable for me because I do feel like I'm already free. Mm -hmm. as, <laughs> as weird as that sound from what I was just saying, but I do feel like I'm already free. Mm -hmm. And... I do enjoy my life, mm -hmm. but there's times when I realize that everybody else, I don't feel comfortable. Like, you know, I go to Kava bars and do things. I put myself in positions to make myself free. Right. Right. But in the back of my mind, I can't stop thinking about the rest of the world mm. and how they play a big part on my mental freedom. Put it like that. I feel like I'm physically free, but I'm not mentally free because something always keep popping up in my head thinking about everybody else. And I feel like just because I'm good doesn't make me free. I need to see I need to see everybody free collectively. I need to see everybody good. <laughs> it's never going to happen. And, and with that being said, it's like that's the reason why. <laughs> It's like, yo, get me out of here, God. Like, I know you got some fly stuff going on where you at. Let's let, let let's take a let's take a trip up there real quick. Take yeah. me up there. Yeah. You know, even if you're gonna do me like Enoch, uh, take me up there. Let me let me just see what it's like and bring me back. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. It's been a wonderful conversation, bro, because you had me thinking very deep, very deep, and I'm pretty sure everybody else can relate. Everybody else can relate. Whoever is watching this video right now, I know you can relate. And that's 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 why it's very important to tap into the before. That way you can understand your after. Right now. You can understand right now. You can know where to go right now if you go back and look. People be saying, oh, that's in the past. Yes, it's in the past. But that's you. Just because it passed don't mean it didn't happen. How you going to know where you're going if you don't know where you came from? Mm. I know I started here. I started here. 10 years from now, I know this podcast is going to go somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. I know that we're going to go somewhere. So should we just throw out now after at, when we get there? Hell no. That's the whole point of celebration. <laughs> we're celebrating where we came from, really. Yeah. Ultimately, what we what we... How we plan this ahead of time. 
and it manifested. Mm-hmm. How I said I'm going to change and I'm going to be this and then I actually be it. Yeah. Jordan, he 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 wanted to win win this much amount of rings and then he did it. Now I'm chilled. I could like I could go retire now. Like I'm Gooch. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But I feel like it's not even. I feel like you also got to be careful in terms of like projecting towards the future and being like, this is what I'm going to get to. This is the life I'm going to live. Because if you're on this path thinking that, oh, I'm just going to work 15 years, I'm going to stack up my bread and I'm going to da da you're going to forget how to live in the present. Absolutely. You're going to forget how to really be yourself and you're going to think that you can remember and that, oh, I'm, it's just going to come back and just like, like clockwork. But like we were saying, habits form over 15, 20 years, like your habits are going to form. That little drip of water is going to run on that rock and that Absolutely. groove is going to get so deep that you don't even know how to like redirect redirect any of that energy. So I feel like a lot of it is just knowing how to live in the moment. Absolutely. You feel me? And then whatever whatever future, whatever positive future of like u- utopia that you have in your mind, you could have it right now, really. Of course. I mean, why not? You got water, bro. And you know what's crazy? Um... Like to tap on something you were saying earlier, like how you train yourself to be this. Mm-hmm. Um, I've met people that had trust issues. Mm. And when you actually dig and find out why they have trust issues, it's mainly because of certain individuals, not everybody in their life that they ran into. Certain individuals have caused them to start forming this trust, distrust in people in their mind. And then as time goes on, of them continually operating like that, they just don't trust nobody. Mm-hmm. And then you got these rap songs talking about trust none. Then you got all these people talking about I don't trust nobody. So now it's actually supporting. It's supporting your how you feel. That shit is corrosive. Of course. Bro, because you might actually run into somebody that you need to trust. It doesn't have to be trust how you trust God. But just the right amount of trust. Yeah. Right. And then you'll let that person swing on by because of your lack of trust. Because you're just stuck in patterns. Stuck in you're patterns. just stuck in patterns and you're operating off of fear. Absolutely. And off of possibly being hurt by something and not and not just putting yourself out there, dog. Just fully putting yourself out there and just like living and, like, my thing is, like, if you're really living how you're supposed to be living and something comes and hurts you, then that's just how that's just how it's supposed to be sometimes. You feel me? Like, I, I it's 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 difficult to, to get to that point and see it when you're in that stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But you can't. It's hard operating. to break down to somebody like, yo, it you is. was meant to get hurt. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. But we all had that ex yeah. that we that we love so much. Da, 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 and girl went and broke our heart. Boy went and cheated. Whatever. But it had to happen. It had to happen. That yeah. made you better. That made that made you go into a whole self discovery cycle of, you feel me? So, but I, some people, some people, I do it myself sometimes too. Will live in that past right and bring it in the future with them mm-hmm. every step of the way and it's like yo you blowing vibes with that <laughs> like like yo you blowing vibes with like it's it's okay to 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 know that it happened and that this is part of your story mm-hmm. but don't bring it everywhere with you 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 cannot possibly exist like you were saying exist 
in the now. There's a book. Um, dang, what's his name? Eckhart Tolle. Eckhart Tolle. The Power of Now, that book is life-changing. I found out how much I was missing out on being here right now. Mm-hmm. That just passed. Right now. <laughs> that just passed. Like, I'm missing out on actually enjoying now because I'm so focused either on the future or on the past. Mm-hmm. That shit was life-changing. And you never reach the future. And you never can live in the past. Come on. And when you get to the future, you're still bringing it with you. Yep. But you want to make goals. <laughs> All right, y'all, man. Listen, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up, man. We have spent plenty more than enough time with you guys. We're looking forward to seeing y'all again. If y'all liking what y'all hearing, loving how you feeling, go ahead, like, subscribe, and do all the extra stuff. I don't know them off top. All right? But go do all that stuff. Comment, whatever. Support, all right? support, 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 support. Listen, y'all are doing a great deal for yourself and for us every time you support us. Because we can't do this by ourselves. No one man can do it by himself. And I'm starting to realize the importance on community. Community, community. You are a lifer now. Yep, help us build this yeah, together. Yeah, you, yeah, help you know what I'm saying? Help us build this together, 100%. You're 100% lifer now. You locked in the community, all right? So y'all go do y'all thing. I like that, lifer. We lifers, lifers. bro. That's the community name right there. Mm-hmm. We, we gonna give them that name? Yeah, lifers. Lifers? lifers. <laughs> I'm loving that, I'm loving that, I'm loving that. That's my lifey right there. That's my lifey. Hey. Why, why do you always gotta put an E at the end? That's my bestie. That's my lifey. That's my... Lifers is for the boys. That's my girly. Yeah, cause the the dudes would be like, "I'm a gangster, I'm a yeah, lifer," I'm a life-er. and girls would be like, "Oh, that's my bestie." That yeah, my lifey. Okay, all right, cool. So listen, matter of fact, that's how it's gonna be. All the ladies out there. Yeah, as a matter of fact, let us know if you a lifer or if you a lifey or if you a wifey or you a wifey. <laughs> that's what we looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So listen, man. Nah, we definitely enjoyed this moment in time. It's so electrifying to just be here and be alive right now in this moment and living in this moment. It is beautiful. All right. And I want all you guys to go ahead and live in your moment. You don't have to wait on nobody. You don't have to procrastinate. You don't have to hate. You don't have to wait. You don't have to do anything. You have the 100% choice, the power to do whatever you want. Right now, God gave that to you. No law can take it away from you. Nobody can, even if they put a gun to your head. But I do advise you, if somebody do put a gun to your head, go ahead and comply. All right? (laughs) Comply for a little bit. But at the same time, listen, y'all. Continue living, man. Live your best life. All right? It's enough life out here for all of us to live. You only got one life to live. Mm. Live it right. Can't live it twice. So, yeah, that's it, man. We wrapping up the episode, and we keeping it eat the realistic. Let's go.